Okay, so this is a sci-fi thing, but it's it's not connected to Big Bang. But I just wanted to, to talk about this for a minute or two. I'm watching the classic film. It's a Disney film. I didn't know that. Um, from the 1980s, 85, 86, Flight of the Navigator. This is a film that I watched in the 80s, when I must have been more or less the age of the boy in this film. I think he's sort of age 10 or 11 or 12 or something. So I I was more or less the same age. And just to let you know, there's a spoiler here. I'm going to tell you what happens. So, there's all little things happening. And the, the makers of the film are very clever because they put these things in which make you think, you know, we're going to return to this later on. So it starts off where there's there's like a sort of a, a championship thing with, with uh, dogs catching frisbees or something. And he's not very good at it, or his dog isn't. So you think, well, maybe this is where the film's going to go and he's going to get better. But of course, it's a sci-fi, so <laughs> that's got nothing to do with it. And he's having a terrible time with his little brother. They They sort of... They love each other, but they hate each other. And they call each other names. And the last time he sees his little brother is where he frightens him in, in the woods. It scares the life out of him. So he absolutely hates him, but loves him at the same time. Very, very, very... Uh, I, th- I think it illustrates really well the relationship that most sort of brothers, siblings have. So anyway, so there's another thing where he has a crush on a girl. And see, she seems to like him because she says hello to him. So there's a possibility. Something's going to happen there. And you think it's going to come back later on, but it doesn't. Even though he has this little heart-to-heart with his dad and they have a talk. What do I do? How do I talk to girls? All of this is irrelevant because it it doesn't come back to it. It it's just a sort of it really gives you some at the very very start of the film it gives you some really good character development. But then that 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 that's just forgotten once the sci-fi bit begins, which is a shame. But at the same time, that that's the cleverness of the of the film. So he falls down a, a thing like a ravine or. A, a, a ditch or something. And although we don't know why, at least at the start of the film, he's been there for eight years. He's been missing for eight years. So he wakes up the next day. And he goes home. When he knocks on the door, it's a complete stranger because his family has moved. They've gone somewhere else. So he goes into the house. You know, where's my mum? Where's my family? What's going on? And he 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 realizes this is all really weird, as you would do if you're sort of ten or whatever he is, and he's gone into this house and it's not his house. He just sort of collapses on the steps, on the stairs, and he just starts to cry and says, "You know, I want my mum and dad." And I think this film captures really well that sort of innocence 
when you're sort of his age, 10, 11, 12. When the only thing that's important to you in your life, if you're lucky enough to have them, is your mum and dad. You know, this, this, this thing's happened where your, your world has come crashing down. You, you don't know what's going on, where you are. Are you, have you gone mad? What's what's happening? And all you want is your mum and dad. Please, just get me my mum and dad. Everything will be fine. And it's a shame that in real life, for most of us, a few years on from that, and you'll be going to parties, and you'll be looking for a girlfriend, and you'll be looking to develop your social identity. Do I become a goth? Do I become a scientist? Do I become... Um, a, a, a jock, you know, all these different opportunities. Um, what group will I be with? And one thing's for sure, you, you don't want to be that boy who, who or f- for whom your mum and dad is everything. And I think it's so sad, it's so tragic, because it's like, it's the ideal family. Mum and dad, siblings, they've got a dog... But once you turn sort of 12, 13, 14, you want to be anyone but that boy who basically spends all his free time with his family. And it's so sad because your mum and dad, your family, they are the most important people and, and they should be until you have a significant other and then and then they join your, your family. But the idea that uh, most of us can't wait to get away from our families and go out into the big world by ourselves and develop and do all that and drink and, you know, do all the rest. I think it's so sad. It's, it's one of the failings of our society, I think. But anyway, um, I think that that scene, that moment with, with this boy, I can't even remember his name, it's just such a powerful thing. It reminds me of, of when I was his age and, you know, before I became an, an adolescent and when, for me, my mum and dad were the most important people in my life, and there were no other competing interests. It was before I wanted to be a rock star, or I wanted to be this, or I wanted to, you know, go it alone. And and his sort of uh, naivety, his innocence, his vulnerability, you've got this, this, this ideal loving family and yet it can be it can be gone in a second and that makes you vulnerable and and I just think it's 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 done so perfectly in the film he's got this perfect family this perfect situation and he wakes up and it's gone everything's gone and then you think about the poor the poor family the mum and dad. They've been living for eight years. Now, this is this is a Disney film. It, it's a kid's film. Family film. And you're dealing with an issue here. A very sensitive issue. Effectively, the mum and dad and, and the, the brother, but basically your your emotions are with the, the mum and dad. They've been living for eight years with the knowledge that their little boy was dead. And they never found him. But he was declared legally dead... And obviously that would destroy your life, but you, but you've no idea what that feels like unless it happens to you. But it it illustrates it's illustrated really well in this film. 
it it destroyed their family. They they sold the house. They moved. They started a new life. Um, but naturally, you know, you, it's obviously it would destroy you. And and you have a lot of sympathy when he goes to this family. He's taken by the police, and they're told, you know, by the way. That the boy that you reported missing eight years ago, we've found him. But he, but he's the same age he was eight years ago. He hasn't aged a day since you lost him eight years ago. So apart from all the weird sort of science fiction bit of this, it's it it's just the empathy that you have for this mum and dad. And I remember so vividly from when I was a kid, when I saw this film 30 years ago, feeling, oh my God, just imagine what that would be like. Imagine what that would be like for me. If if my, you know, knowing my poor mum and dad had gone for eight years, not knowing what happened, where I was, knowing I was gone, but not knowing... And it, it's just watching this film really brings all that back. And it's 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 such a powerful film. And yet it's it's just a family it's just a silly family Disney sci fi romp, you know? Um maybe I shouldn't I shouldn't sort of read into it so much. But it, as I say, it's all those things, it's it's the it's the remembrance of, of the innocence of, of being that boy. When something bad happens and the first thing you think of always is, I want my mum and dad. Not, I need a lawyer. Or, or, you know, I need my tax. I need my attorney or whatever. My accountant. No, it's, I want my mum and dad. I don't want a coffee. I don't want a a beer, get me my mum and dad, now I need them. Everything will be fine if you do. And then it's, it's the, uh, the the sympathy, the empathy you have for the parents, what they must have gone through for eight years, and now that they've found him, eight years of thinking, he was gone. And of course, in real life, this happens all the time. This happens every day to, to real-life families, and very often they don't find out what happened. And it's awful, absolutely awful. So it's got a lot of sinister, heavy things, this, this film. But for me, it's it's just remembering when I was his age, watching that film, thinking, oh my God, I don't know what I would do if that happened to me. My, my poor, I can't imagine what it would be like for my poor parents. And of course, life would never be the same again, even if you, even if you are found, whether or not you've aged. The point is, it, it wouldn't be the same. So it was meant to be 1978 when he went missing, and it was whatever, 86, when he 
reappeared. And for him, it was just literally a day later. And of course, you, you find out what, what all this is all about when you watch the film. As I say, it's quite, from that point onward, it's quite a silly film, really. It's just a, a family, kids, um, sci-fi, fantasy romp. They never made a sequel. It was just one film. I don't know if they made any money off it. I think it was quite big at the time. It was a Disney film. That's the end of it. Um, but for me, it's just it's it's one of a few number of films that I've ever seen in my entire life that that really had that effect on me. And another spoiler coming. What I think is equally tragic is that he does eventually get used to the new family. The fact that now his younger brother is older than he is. His mum and dad look really old. That That's something as well, you know, you know you, everyone around you gets old. We all do, including ourselves. But you don't notice it. But to suddenly be faced with your mum and dad, when you're a ten-year-old, or as I say, I'm not sure how old he is, but when you're faced when you're a little boy and you're faced with your parents, they've suddenly aged eight years. It must be so shocking. I always, I just remember that from watching it when I was a kid. It was so shocking. Oh my goodness, they've, they've, they've gone old. Very powerful. Stirs up a lot of memories for me from watching this when I was a kid. I think, uh, my goodness, I think it really um, <laughs> it traumatised me, this film. I'd, I'd sort of forgotten about all these emotions. But the sad bit is, he gets used to these people. Like, I mean, they are his mum and dad and his brother. Um, the dog is still there. No idea what happened to the potential girlfriend uh, and, and all of those characters. I don't think you see them again. I mean, maybe you do. I'm not too sure, but I don't think so. But um, in the end, and I'm going to spoil it for you now, in the end, he's given the opportunity. I can't remember how, but he's given the opportunity to go back in time to the point where he disappeared. And, of course, his family in the future don't want him to go back. But he goes back. Which, in a way, I suppose it's how it should be. But I just feel so bad that these, these poor people, they've lived for eight years thinking that a little boy was dead. But not not really knowing what happened. He comes back. And then he goes again. So, so they, they have to suffer the trauma of that twice. And the ones in the past who are the same people, the ones in the past don't suffer the trauma at all. Which maybe it's, it's how it should be, because technically, with time travel, if he goes back, then those people in the future never really happened. But we've, we've seen them, so we know that they do exist. But he goes back in time, 
he doesn't disappear. So technically those people in the future don't exist because the family stays together. It doesn't break up. It's got a very sort of back to the future sort of conundrum about it. You know, if if you have people in the past and the present and the future and they're all the same people, it, it does get a bit confusing after a while. But it's like a simple version of Back to the Future. But you do feel bad for the parents because they've lost him once and then they lose him again in, in a short space of time. At least they know he's alive. But it's it the way he sort of says goodbye to them, it's 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 quite traumatic. And um I don't know what I would do in that situation because you, you know that you're Mum and Dad are waiting for you in the past, but at the same time, these these poor people, who have been through so much, and then you've given them that bit of joy, and you've you've helped. Well, you've you've healed them. One hundred percent, they are healed. All the pain and the hurt, that's all gone. And now you're saying, "I'm I'm off. I'm going back. You're not going to see me again." It's. Uh, so traumatic. <laughs> but it's well worth a watch. I just wanted to uh, talk about that. And I've spent 17 minutes talking about it. So uh, it, it's something that I saw. I saw it a few years ago. I didn't f- feel this way. Maybe it's because I'm getting old. I didn't feel this way when I saw it a few years ago. And then I think I saw it... Prior to that, maybe maybe 10 years, or 15 years ago or something. And then prior to that, it was the original time that I saw it, when I was his age, in the 80s. And maybe it's, it's it's just emotions that I need to get out, I need to talk about. Clearly. But it, it, it's had an impact on me. And I recommend it for you. I know I've spoiled the ending for you, but basically it, it's worth a watch anyway. It's called uh, Flight of the Navigator. <laughs>